Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. We've got the Dow and S&P both lower. NASDAQ is higher. Let's head right over to the first word breaking news desk for today's afternoon call. Here he is on a Thursday, Bill Maloney. And good afternoon, Charlie. Like you said, manuous averages are mixed right now with the Dow currently down 45 points. S&P's drop a point and NASDAQ is higher by 7. The small cap 600 is down 3 points and the U.S. 10 yield at 2.06%. 7 in the main 11 S&P sectors are trading higher, led by gains in healthcare, real estate, and utilities. Financials and telecom led to the downside. NASA Biotech's gain 9, transports rise 43, semis are little changed, and the VIX is also little changed. Leaders to the upside in the Dow are Visa, Microsoft, and J&J, while Disney and GE led to the downside. After earnings, RH soared as much as 48%, while Barnes & Noble fell as much as 16% after its results. And in other news, the Wall Street Journal reported that Apple is having new iPhone production issues. Comcast fell as much as 7.2% intraday after projecting losing up to 150,000 subscribers. And Disney dropped as much as 5.2% intraday after seeing profit in line with last year. Wrapping things up, look for Finisar and Verifone to report after the bell. Live from the first breaking news desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Charles. All righty. Thank you very much, Bill Maloney, to hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg type squawk, S-Q-U-A-W-K, on your terminal. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you so much, Charlie. I'm Lisa Abramowitz. I am in for Carol and Corey. This is Bloomberg. The island uh, that has $73 billion of debt and that just uh, emerged after its hit with uh, Hurricane Irma here to let us know how this latest disaster, uh, the natural disaster, affects the uh, fiscal disaster that Puerto Rico is facing. I want to bring in Dan Salander. He's lead portfolio manager of municipal bonds for Lord Abbott and Company in Jersey City. And Dan, uh, you know, there is a bit of a relief rally. I don't know if I could say a rally, but certain Puerto Rico bonds are edging up just a touch uh, after it's clear that the damage uh, was not as severe as it could have been. But can you just zoom out and give us a sense of what this natural disaster does to the landscape of this highly indebted island that is losing population and has been in a deep recession for years? Sure. And and, uh, obviously, as you know, everyone's pretty much aware Puerto Rico has been in a tough spot for a while now. And as you also mentioned, the hurricane was has not did not hit Puerto Rico as hard as expected. Although there are definitely issues there, but the main things right now are that uh, something like about two thirds of the uh, power, uh, island people are without power. There's people not access to, able to access water. There's a lot of flooding. So from an economic perspective, right now it's hard to assess everything going on. Um, but the, the, the um, you know, they'll have more updates as the day goes on, and we have we're definitely seeing a, a point where the economy has been not doing well for a while. Uh, they are dependent on tourism uh, for some of their revenues going forward, and they've actually been doing well this year with revenues coming in above forecast and cash balances building. So right now we have to assess how, how much the damage there is, how much time it takes to get everything back together, and just how much money they need to solve all their problems too. So there are a lot of questions going forward, but as you mentioned, the market has been pretty calm today because it did not turn out as badly 
quickly as it could have been. Do you think that it, perhaps the market is too calm? Because it is still unclear whether FEMA will release all of the money that it can to, that would go toward rebuilding some of the facilities that do get damaged that already uh, were kind of uh, in need of some work because there were some corners cut uh, to save costs. Well, I think you know, the, the history has already started with the, you know, in Texas with Harvey and in the past with other hurricanes that the government has stepped in and, and the president was very was in discussions with the governor of Puerto Rico yesterday. So it appears that they're in discussions and and very aware of the situation and very interested in getting involved. Uh, so far, Puerto Rico really has not had much coming in at all from the federal government as they've been going through this crisis. So it actually could be a beneficial situation where they actually could get some money from the federal government for the first time uh, to really help them. So I think. You know, given the history of what they're doing around the country, it would be hard for them to leave Puerto Rico out of the equation for getting assistance. Dan, would you add to your Puerto Rico holdings if it became clear that the U.S. government were to uh, release some money uh, to rebuild parts of the island? You know, a lot of things go into that investment decision. I mean, that could be a positive aspect. Uh, there's still so many issues separate from this. And one of the problems out of this whole situation is that there are a lot of negotiations going on between uh, the government of Puerto Rico and the court and creditors. And the challenging thing, even if they get the money, we're still in a situation where that all could be delayed. And it's already been going so slowly for everyone that there's a lot of pluses and minuses here. So there's so many different aspects to it. At this point, the situation really is depending on the courts and how they resolve all the disputes between creditors and how they resolve what the government's trying to do down there in response to creditors and to try to help their citizens. So I think I think those are the bigger issues which haven't changed and really won't change just because of this event. And, and just uh, in general, I just would love to get your sense of whether you're expecting uh, Hurricane Irma, Hurricane Jose, Hurricane whichever is next, uh, whether you're expecting any municipal bonds to get hit, because so far we've seen a, an incredibly muted response, and yet you have to imagine this is going to have to get paid somehow. Um, What's your take on this? Well, you know, so we, we sort of started with Texas, and uh, as the things were going unfolding in Houston, uh, what was good, we have, you have kind of two different aspects to it. One, you have the, the cities, the states, the state, the city, the counties, and there you have to, they're very well diversified. There are a lot of different ways they get revenues. So they're really high-quality high credit that shouldn't be badly impacted. What really we get down to is the lower level of the cities, the facilities, whether it's a hospital or a senior living facility, and those are the ones we really have to be careful with. And one of the great things out of the Houston area was that those facilities were sending out regular updates to investors, which was very beneficial where they were telling us whether they had flooding, whether they had to evacuate people and everything in that direction. So, so far, it seems like things have gone okay um, from that perspective, and we have to watch now in Florida to see if uh, it, it goes to get through it in a similar way. The, the long-term things to look at, though, are things like – I mentioned in Puerto Rico with tourism, taxes are a big, big uh, part of the uh, revenue sources for all these different areas. And in Houston, you have issues where you have hotel ta- occupancy tax bonds. You have bonds back to different sources of revenues that come from people visiting the state. Florida, in a big way, has that. Florida doesn't have an income tax. Texas doesn't have, have an income tax. They depend on sales taxes and, and uh, other uh, taxes on consumption. So those are the big things to watch, and that kind of are the kind of things where they won't be short-term answers. They'll be longer-term answers. But most of these things are very high-quality credits. The single-site facilities are the ones that we just have to monitor very carefully. 
Dan Solander, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Dan Solander is lead portfolio manager of municipal bonds for Lord Abbott and Company, which is based in Jersey City. Also, just to add on a story crossing the Bloomberg that Hartford will be pushed toward bankruptcy in two months if the state fails to enact a budget. That's according to the mayor. I'm Lisa Abramowitz. This is Bloomberg. <laughs> 